everybody, welcome in to Mining Stock Daily. Today I am happy to be introducing a new company to Mining Stock Daily, uh, just mainly basically an introduction for our listeners into a company and a CEO who has never, uh, we've never chatted about here on the show, but uh, after hearing about the company and kind of diving into their corporate presentation and having discussions about this company with another number of people with some people and then a couple of newsletter writers that I've also follow and read had uh, picked up some coverage on this company I thought it was time to uh, introduce them to our listeners and the company is Aurelius Minerals Aurelius trades on a TSX venture with the symbol AUL and also on the OTC markets in the US with AURQF and today I'm happy to be joined by CEO Mr. Mark Ashcroft. Mark, it's great to have you on the show. Welcome. Trevor, it's absolutely my pleasure. Thanks uh, very much for showing interest in having us out here. Uh, so this uh, Aurelius is, it, it's a very exciting time because not only have you expanded your portfolio, but you're going into a project in Nova Scotia uh, that has some great de- historical development. And so this is definitely not a uh, their typical exploration play. Uh, that's on the back of your land package and the Abitibi. So let's start out with Nova Scotia and give us a brief understanding of who Aurelius is and why have you decided to go into Nova Scotia and what are we looking forward to there? Well, well, thanks, uh, Trev. Listen, um, Aurelius is uh, is a company that I've been with for about four years. Um we certainly saw this opportunity um, to move into Nova Scotia. I'm a mining engineer by profession. Um, and so I, I sort of saw the opportunity for a development and restart opportunity um, in discussions with uh, Sprott Resource Lending. Their geologists uh, were very excited about the, uh, the asset base there. But unfortunately, they, um, they, they had taken um, security over the assets and, and, and owned it. So they were looking for a strategy to advance these assets. And um, we undertook our own due diligence. And we came to the same conclusion that they did, that these are really exciting. Um, there's a 300 ton per day permitted mill. It's the only other one in Nova Scotia after Atlantic Gold. Um, and there's underground development at the, uh, at the Aureus East Mine. And um, there's there's a strong history of um, of gold production there, and certainly uh, with what Atlantic Gold has demonstrated over the last decade, uh, and and taken out last year by St. Barbara Mines, is that there's certainly an opportunity for profitable, thriving gold assets in that province. So we're pretty excited about uh, Nova Scotia. A lot of work to do if, at first. Um, we're on a path to production. I want to do that by focusing on uh, three things. We're going to define resources we're going to refine those into reserves and we're going to re-engineer extraction methods all right so well it's perfect that you're a mine engineer i mean this you know i wouldn't imagine a geologist coming in because it sounds like there's enough infrastructure in place here it's about as turnkey as turnkey can get anymore when it comes to these types of projects but um you know i guess why aurelius into this aureus gold project why why you guys and why now um, so I guess I've, I'm actually, so I um, I come from a, a mining family. I'm a sixth generation miner on my dad's side. Um, I actually first went underground when I was 12 in Sudbury, Ontario, where I'm from. And then I started uh, on a jack leg when I was 18. And I had to pay my way to university by working as a, as a, as a handheld development miner. Um, so I sort of came by, I come by it honestly. And then I, I ended up uh, working in banking for, Oh, I guess about 10 years before going back to industry in 2008. 
And um, I sort of was able to cross the divide between capital markets, finance, and, and, and operations. And um, I'd sort of been looking for an opportunity to acquire, you know, either a more advanced stage or even producing assets. But, you know, these last few years have been, have been tough in the precious metals space. And, uh, and so when this one, this, this one came around, we, we, took a, we took a hard look at it and we engaged in discussions with, with uh, Sprott and um, they became very supportive of, of us as a, as a management team. They'd seen what we'd done um, in Northern Ontario. We, we had some good success there, but, uh, you know, the Canadian market just wasn't really paying attention to what we'd had been able to do in Northern Ontario, but we'd done it, um, you know, and, uh, with, 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 a, with a very tight budget. Um, you know, we ran the company quite simply and, and, uh, this, when we when Sprout approached us to, to take it on, we said, "Listen, let's let's have a fair look at this, and um, we like it. I mean, there's a permanent asset, and permanent assets are are few and far between in, in any jurisdiction, let alone one like Canada. Um, and uh, you know, we see some really good gold potential. Uh, I will take some credit for being a mining engineer, but the reality is, the first thing we need to do in Nova Scotia is drill. So we do need the geologists." Um, and uh, fortunately, my partner uh, on this, Jeremy Nemi, is an exceptionally good one. And so, uh, you know, our first goal, we, we're just about to close on four po- just over $4 million uh, tomorrow, I guess. And, uh, you know, our first goal is to, is to get drilling um, at the East Mine and really uh, find more resources. And then we want to refine those into reserves. And then we'll re-engineer the extraction methods uh, in order to, to hopefully go back into production. So your current resource is about 73,000 ounces of gold indicated, 350,000 ounces gold inferred and then you have some historic resources which i'm assuming you will need to define and become ni43101 compliant is that the is that the case yeah so effectively we, there are four assets in total there's the Orius east mine which actually has the historical resources and then there's the west deposit which has about 53,000 ounces of in, inferred at about 6.1 grams per ton the Forest Hill, which has the 73,000 ounces of indicated and 208,000 of inferred, both at 7.1 grams per ton. And then we've got about 96,000 ounces at about 5.9 at the Tangiers. So there's that, that, that grouping of, of ounces. So we, we, we inherited a mineral inventory that's current, uh, 43101. And then and now we've got to bring the, we want to bring the uh, uh, Ores East um, current. So not just the historical ounces current, but we actually want to, uh, you know, find more. And we think there's a pretty good opportunity. Ex- expand the resource, obviously. Correct. Um, yeah. And you have the mill. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the mill's fairly, fairly large, even an expansive resource. Uh, the infrastructure wise, say you were to expand the resource and do it diligently and effectively, the infrastructure of the mill, I mean, sounds like it's tipped up shape and ready to go for whatever expansion might there might be. Yeah. You know, it last operated in 2018. Um, you know, so, like it's on care and maintenance and it's in it's in good shape i mean like everything you've you know you've, you know you've got to slap a fresh coat of paint maybe upgrade some electrics and and the like but it's in, it's in pretty good shape i mean i don't think it would be a very significant um capital expenditure to uh you know to really to really get it going um obviously we're you know if we if we find you know a significant number of ounces then we'll look to um you know we'll look to uh you know, maybe even resize the, the the mill somewhat, keeping it below any you know permitting thresholds. 
but uh, those are all those are all things where you know we're we're going to take into consideration uh, once we've had some exploration success. So uh, you should have four million dollars in the bank after this financing. Where, where does that leave the bank total after this closes? Yeah, so I think we'll be uh, I think we'll be working capital about four and a half million dollars okay. uh, post the okay. closing. Yeah. And just for the care and maintenance on the mill alone, what's what's the monthly burn rate just on that maintenance there? Well, the the mill itself isn't too bad. The we we do keep the Aureus East mine dry, which means it's it's being operated with with uh, pumps. So we have a small uh, staff there. So our our burn rate there is about uh, seventy five to eighty thousand dollars Canadian uh, a month. Um, but as it's an advanced stage exploration asset, it's actually flow through eligible, which is the um, you know which is is, is a, a tax. Um, uh, eligible, um, you know, program that we have up here for uh, Canadian residents. Yeah, char- charity, charity shares. <laughs> yeah, ch- ch- well, <laughs> nothing's quite a charity, but yeah, there's there are two classes of flow through. Typically, there's there's straight flow through, and then there are charity flow through uh, shares, and and the charity flow throughs are issued at a slightly higher premium oh, okay. than, than flow through shares. Okay. Yes. And so, with the the four and a half million bucks, I mean. Do you think you'll be cashed up throughout 2020 for drilling? I guess, how much do you think drilling will cost you the remainder of the year? Yeah, I, you know, we've, we've sort of got planned about a 10,000 meter program. Okay. Um, so that, um, you know, I, I mean, we've been pretty uh, diligent in, in Northern Ontario, for instance, uh, you know, helicopter supported programs. Um, you know, we were still, uh, you know, sort of sub $200 Canadian a meter, which is pretty good um, based on, you know, what, what, what's typically found out there. So I expect that um, I expect that we will be able, you know, this this next 10,000 meters is fully funded from a flow through perspective alone. So the hard dollars that we're raising, um, you know, will will certainly support any corporate G&A for the next, uh, you know, probably two years, uh, give or take. And, and obviously then we'll have some. Uh, you know some um, slack in the in the funds if we if we find ourselves any surprises, which you know taking on an old asset you you typically do find right. Yeah, yeah, you do. So one of the things that kind of allowed me to stumble onto Aurelius was you know you know a few weeks ago when we started seeing all these big moves and these junior explorers just really moving up uh, exponentially in their share price. It, my mind was like, okay, well what's left like what what is still that sub that tiny cap sub 10 million dollar market cap type of company that's left and you know that's where i stumbled upon aurelius and found it interesting like well well, look at this they have they have a resource in the ground in nova scotia like this is you know in my mind continues to be incredibly undervalued even based on the resource you have in the ground even prior to drilling uh, but there's a real opportunity for expansion here to increase the the share capital of this. We certainly think so. I mean, we think there's a lot of value here, um, and I and I think that that is going to be part of our, you know, part of my job uh, as a, you know as the CEO of a junior explorer developer is certainly a big function. Is not just not just making sure that the strategy is executed, but also the marketing. And um, it's it's the harsh reality is that. It's it's sometimes very difficult to catch an audience, um, and uh, that's something that we you know had a tough time with, um, as did many others. And uh, you know certainly now uh, gold is very topical. Uh, pricing is of, of the of the yellow metal has certainly caused um, interest in the uh, in the underlying uh, equities, whether they be senior mid tiers 
or even the microcap junior explorers like ourselves. And so it's it's an opportunity for us to to speak to what we have done historically, what we plan to do on a go forward and 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 execute and and you know hopefully um, you know shareholders will will realize that you know we're we're aligned with them. All of my all of the management team and and directors are, are all invested in the in the company. Um, I own four after the financing. I own four point seven five million shares myself. Um, so you know I'm I'm aligned. Um, mm-hmm. I'm aligned with execution and um, it, you know improving the value of the company. Uh, Mark, I, we only have a few minutes left. I know we spent a lot of time in Nova Scotia, but that obviously is a lot of where the, the focus of the company has been in the last few months, but you still have projects in the Abitibi. That's the Mikwam project and the Lipton project. So can you uh, give us kind of an overview of where that leaves these two projects in the Abitibi and if how you will strategically go about continuing with those projects here this year? So our cost of carry there is negligible because we have done exploration, so we don't have any needed expenditures. And and the COVID-19 uh, situation has allowed for a one-year um, uh, push on any requirements. So we, we didn't have to make any expenditures there this year, which we're very fortunate for. Mikwam is, uh, Mikwam is a very exciting asset, but again, we, we just we weren't able to catch an audience at the time. Um, you know, 26 meters of 7.1 grams per ton from 150 meters of depth. Um, you know, on the Casabrardi trend, which is only 30 kilometers from Hecla's Casabrardi mine, which is on the Quebec side of the border, um, I mean that that's 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 not a that's not a one-hit wonder that uh, that hole. And and we've done about only about 9,700 meters there, but we've we've developed um, a pretty good understanding of a of a steeply dipping um, uh, Abitibi uh, plunge, um, as you call it. Um, and uh, it, you know, it's, we've identified it along strike at 250 meters, and it's open both ways. It's it's open to depth at 400 meters. That's 18 to 20 meters thick. So we've we've seen something there. But right now, our focus remains on Nova Scotia, as and when we've had success in Nova Scotia. If the opportunity arises, some of our new shareholders that have come into this financing, um, Jonathan Goodman and, and Rob Cudney of Northfield Capital, and and um, you know Sprott Resources and others. I mean, they've said, listen, we'll support work up in Northern Ontario once you've, you know, once you've demonstrated success in, um, in Nova Scotia. So I hope that we'll eventually go back there, maybe even in the, in the winter for a small program, just to, just to keep it, it going and uh, keep it topical. And in a market like this, uh, you know, optionality is, is a, is a, is an important thing. And um, there's no need for us to do anything other than um, get back to it when we have the opportunity. It's really a fascinating position to have because as there's so much activity in the Abitibi right now, I'm assuming it would be hard to walk away, but at the same time, you pick up Project and Maritime Canada, which I've had so many conversations from people who think Maritime Alaska, you know, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, this is going to be really the next grand jurisdiction for Canadian gold mining. So it's kind of a win-win situation here. I agree. I don't think you can dispute that, you know, Northern Ontario, Northern Quebec, I mean, that's just one of the most... uh, proliferous uh, gold jurisdictions globally. Um, and we've got a great location there with, with Mikwam and Lipton. But, you know, Nova Scotia certainly demonstrated. I mean, Atlantic Gold did a phenomenal job. I'd like to say they're a 12-year overnight success. Um, you know, but they did a tremendous job opening up that uh, the understanding of, of the Maguma trend, which is what we are on. We're only 30 kilometers away from Atlantic Gold's uh, central mill. So we're very similar sort of uh, geology and understanding. And, 
and there's a lot to learn from from what they've done. But uh, certainly, uh, certainly a great jurisdiction. We were very fortunate to do the deal when we did. We announced it. I think it was in in November. So uh, we're very fortunate to have done the deal when we did, and uh, now we're we're certainly benefiting from that. Oh, one follow up question I have before I let you go because I meant to ask you before and and space it off. But the grade that you have at uh, Aureus, how is that in um, compared to what Saint Barbara is mining? So the fascinating thing that Atlantic Gold and St. Barbara did is they actually went through complete hole analysis. So they started testing the entire um, length of hole that they uh, that they they drilled because typically everything had been viewed from a high grade underground you know narrow vein perspective in Nova Scotia, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's sort of the mentality that was taken on 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 our assets. But what they did is they did a, the whole hole analysis and they identified that there was mineralization in between you know what had typically been narrow veins and that's where they were able to convert you know from a from a from an underground mining method into an, an open pit scenario so we've actually looked potentially and that's why i say re-engineering the mining the extraction method not just the mining method from an underground but if there's opportunities to look at at the open pit scenarios we certainly uh, will certainly do that the one thing we have found is in the short period of time we've been there, and we do have people on the ground there. Um, we identified 2,000 meters in a sea container that was drilled in 2009, 2010 on our Aureus West project that it still had the uh, original um, uh, uh, steel taping from hmm. the uh, underground uh, from the diamond drillers. It had never been opened, hmm. so we've actually we've actually managed to uh, open that, log it. Uh, we've sampled it and we've actually sent it away for assaying. So that's actually, we actually have a couple of holes from there in the lab already, which hopefully that's going to give us some pretty good, relatively free information. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and early. Yeah. And early. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see what you guys can do with this. Um, it's uh, it, it seems like a great project. And, um, you know, I think they're bringing the right people on. And best of luck to you and your team. And we'll definitely be following up with you in the future as the news comes out. But uh, till then, congratulations and good luck on closing this financing. And uh, it's time to get to work, I suppose. Huh? It, it certainly is, Trevor. And we're, we're very excited to get moving. And uh, I just want to wish everybody the, uh, the best and uh, safe health in this current environment that we're in. Uh, health and safety is obviously one of our key priorities. And that's uh, something that we maintain for all our employees and contractors. And um you know, safety first, everyone. All right. We'll come back and join us again. Okay, Mark? I certainly will, Trevor. That's Mark Ashcroft. He's the CEO of Aurelius Minerals. We'll follow up with uh, more market commentator later this afternoon. Until then, take care.